0: Hello. Kalila? Hi, Jonathan.
1: Let me try Stevie. Hello? Hello. Hi. Are you guys ABR? Yeah. What does ABR mean?
0: Alex Bloomberg rules. Always be
1: recording. That's right. How are you guys?
0: Um, okay. My update, I guess, is that my... Since we last, um, did this, is that my roommate has left to go, um be with her family. So now I'm in the apartment by myself. It's like a weird moment where everything that brought people to New York is like sort of gone or on hold. And like you're left with only the terrible part, the worst part of living in New York, which is like paying a lot to be in a very small room.
1: Yeah. Stevie? Yeah. I'll ask you the question that is on the minds of all on Americans. The minds
2: of the world. Yeah, yeah. During
1: these troubling times. How was your blind date?
2: Oh, yeah, my blind date. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. Um,
1: what did you guys do?
2: we um we we just we actually just like hung out and talked for like three hours. and the thing that was so nice about it, honestly, yeah, because it was like in the context of like a first date and like completely getting to know a person and there are all the questions, it was like three hours where we like essentially didn't talk about the virus. Like, I I think sometimes it's nice to acknowledge that things aren't normal and to, like, hold that in your mind. But there was also something really nice about, like, this semblance of, like, normalcy.
1: You know, uh, of which there's, you know, so we're getting in, we're getting all these emails, And there's been this one guy, I don't know if you noticed, who's been sending us like a poem a day, Mm -hmm. Yeah. this guy named uh, Kieran Lennon. Um, And he had this line at the end of one of his poems that I really liked, which was that kind of speaks to what you're talking about in a way where he says that, you know, today was more normal than yesterday, not because it is, but just because it was as strange as yesterday.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I've you know been spending a lot of time with Augie and which is great. And so I took his tricycle out of the garage, and you know we had the whole alley to ourselves. So I thought maybe I could teach him how to use a tricycle.
0: Mm, fun.
1: He's more into making the sounds, like motorcycle sounds. He was trying to teach me how to to do proper motorcycle sounds, which is something that I've never been very good at. You
3: it's like talking without
4: your mouth open.
1: Like this? Yeah. Is that good?
4: You're close
3: to doing it like right.
1: The way that he understands all of, like, everything that's going on is we've been talking about it in terms of germs because he understands that, you know, like about how you have to wash your hands before you eat because of germs. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but occasionally he'll ask, well, wh- you know, why can't he see his grandparents? And we say, you know, we have to be careful about the germs right now. And he says, you know, well, we'll, we'll see them when the germs go away. And there's something just so mm-hmm. um, simple and unconfused about it. Um, as as always with a kid, you're yeah. always like trying to meet them on their level and in this case it just forces a kind of optimism. Like there isn't a version of the world where things don't work out.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Everything makes me emotional lately. Like it's like my emotions are coming out in all kinds of weird ways. Yeah.
2: Yesterday I like I put, there's this like piece of classical music that you guys would know because it's very famous. It's this like prelude to this Bach cello suite that I just think is like so beautiful. It's like two and a half minutes. it, it was sort of like stuck in my head on my run. So I like put it on to listen to it. Hmm. And it just like made me cry, like just like ball.
1: So as as you guys know, so after our last check-in episode where we asked for people to write in and just let us know how they're doing, we got so many just really nice, generous emails from all over the world. Mm -hmm. And so you guys started calling a few people who you felt uh, especially curious about or connected to. And I called a couple of old friends, and uh, among them, Dr. Jackie Cohen. (gasps) Jackie Cohen That's right. an old standby <laughs> she's not just like an intro to a show you know what i mean she's a real person <laughs> she she actually she called me oh which was which wow. was really kind of nice yeah i mean i i had left her a message but she returned it which <laughs> you know <laughs> well baby steps and she was even kind of nice to me hi johnny hi how's it going she's been working um at a coronavirus clinic in montreal mm mm mm-hmm. And so we talked a little bit about that. I take these short histories, and then I swap their throat, and then I swap their noses,
5: and that's it. And then I tell them we'll call them in two days.
1: So there's testing in Montreal?
5: There's lots of testing. Really? It started up, uh, already a couple of weeks ago. But what does it feel like?
1: Yeah, what does like, it feel
5: like? It, feels like, it feels like? it feels like I'm, well, lately we've just ramped up the numbers of of swabs that we're doing. And so it feels like I'm on an assembly line working at McDonald's. I mean, it's just like, out oh, comes these trays, and you just grab the tray and then you go to the next person. And so you just have to sort of move it along. They're really trying to pick up the speed. and you have to gown up and down between each patient. So the gowning the gowning process is is what takes long. The rest is super easy,
1: and do people come to you <laughs> sometimes nervous, worried, anxious? Oh, my
5: God. they're always really anxious. Oh. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, A, they're anxious, and B, when I call them up to tell them the results are negative, because I've been calling everybody back to tell them the results have been negative, it's as if they've just like won the lottery. They are so happy, like they're they're like this palpable relief Hmm. through the phone.
1: Does it feel good to make those phone calls? Um.
5: Well, part of me, I mean, part of me feels like you know happy to tell them the good news. On the other hand, I'm thinking, I mean, it shouldn't be the worst news to get that that you have coronavirus because, you know, eventually a lot of us are going to get it. And it's just feeling like it's so stigmatized at this point. So I'm hoping people are going to be psychologically be ready
1: for a positive. And she even thinks that like, she'll probably end up getting it eventually.
5: Well, at some point, at some point I probably will. Because
1: it. of the work you're doing?
5: Well, yeah. I mean, we're, we're healthcare workers. We're frontline I mean, at some point.
1: Uh, and then she had to go make dinner.
5: Gotta get I've got to okay. get dinner on I've got to get dinner on the table okay I've got a
1: life before she could blow me off the phone i i I really wanted to tell her that I was just really impressed with her yeah you know i we, we joke around a lot, but i I really do think that Jackie is one of the most selfless people I know. But, you know, of course, I, I said none of that to her. <laughs> Instead, I just kind of said something, you know, typically sarcastic, <laughs> uh, you know, over the top, uh, just to <gasps> kind of gross her out. <laughs> I would like to be the first to thank you on behalf of Canada. Stop talking about that, okay? You're just embarrassed. Shut up. Oh, God. You're no. just...
5: Are you going to bravo me now? Are you going to bravo me? You're going to bravo me. God,
0: Uh, so I also talked to someone I have a long-standing relationship with. I talked to my brother. Hey, this is Tristan. Hello, Tristan. It's, hey. uh It's Kaylee Holt speaking. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> Not much, how are you? Oh,
4: pretty good. Just driving home in the rain, you know?
0: He's still working. He is in Iowa. He works at a car dealership. He sells cars. Are you guys still open?
4: We are still open, um... Which I feel I feel two ways about. They sent out a memo the other day, being like, you know, your safety is our number one concern. I want to work. It's it's gonna be tough to make ends meet if, if I'm not working. But don't don't tell me your My safety is your number one concern because if it was your number one concern, you'd close us down. Right. Because all non-essential stuff is supposed to be closed down. Right. But our service center auto repair shops are considered essential. Oh. So we're using that loophole to stay open, and we'll probably stay open until the governor herself comes down and personally closes us down. And people, the crazy thing is people are still out shopping for cars. I was
0: going to say, I can't imagine anyone is buying a car right now.
4: Lots of people are. Lots of people are. Most of the people I talk to are still fine to shake hands. And
0: Are you shaking hands with people?
4: I am, yeah. They're like, yeah, the media is just blowing this way out of proportion. And, you know, I'm in sales. I can't tell them they're a fucking moron and they're endangering themselves and everyone around them.
0: Yeah.
4: The past week is like, okay, today's the day where we're just not going to see anybody. And people just keep showing up.
0: So I just got really kind of scared for him, thinking uh, of him shaking all those people's yeah. hands.
1: Uh, does he have any Purell?
0: Yeah, he says he has hand sanitizer at his desk. And I'm like, are you doing it every time you shake someone's hand? And he's like, yeah, I'm trying to.
1: So, Stevie, uh, who, di- who did you talk to?
2: Yeah, so I talked with a woman named Lexi. Just to give you uh, a quick heads up. I'm just having some like pretty heavy contractions but I really
5: wanted to talk to you so if I stop talking or if my voice sounds weird or if like I have to mute you for a second it's because I'm screaming
2: <laughs> wait wait Lexi, Lexi wait wait wait, wait, wait. <laughs> she is like 40 weeks pregnant right now her due date is March 27th which is four days from now
1: that's very
2: yeah very very pregnant like about 10 minutes into the call I work for this music um management company um sorry I'm having a contraction
1: <laughs> wow did you f- did you feel like you were gonna have to like guide her through the delivery of her of her child <laughs> over the phone yes.
2: I honestly like listening back to the tape is like painful I was like you got this Lexi like we can do this what do you need oh my god are you okay uh you got this I'm totally Lexi. fine <laughs>
6: I'm going
2: hang on one second. <laughs> are, you, are you sure? Well, the terror in my voice, I'm sure, was doing a lot more harm than good. Um, but yeah, so the interesting thing about Lexi is she had never really, like, thought she wanted to be a mom. Yeah. But is with this partner, and it was important to him and to them and their relationship. And so it was sort of like... A decision she made knowing that, but maybe not a decision she would have made otherwise. It's this weird moment where, like, already she has so much fear around it and complicated feelings. And then, like, on top of it, she's, like, about to give birth in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. And it's scary, you know? Like, she's she's scared. But on the other hand, there's sort of been... Uh, an evolution in how she's feeling about it.
5: It's a real weird thing for me to say because, you know, a month ago I would have been terrified because I don't know anything about babies. And, and I don't, I'm, I'm afraid to be alone with this, with this baby. But now it's almost like, here's an external thing that isn't the state of the world that you have to focus all of your time and energy on. It's, almost comforting, and maybe this is a good
2: thing. Then I spoke with someone who's already a parent, a woman named Rachel. And Rachel and her husband, Drew, are having a really different experience of this period of social distancing than I think a lot of us are. Hmm. Uh, So Rachel is the mother of three out in Colorado, and her youngest son, Johnny, He's three and a half years old.
6: Johnny is like a major daddy's boy right now. And since Drew is working from home, he's very excited about that.
2: So Johnny has this very rare condition called uh, Mm ACTA-2. And it means that he is incredibly immunosuppressed. Like he's just always getting sick and they have to be really, really careful. So like for Rachel, social distancing isn't new. Mm -hmm. Like the first thing you see when you get to their front door is this sign that says like, please do not enter if you've been sick or like around someone who is sick. Yeah. Um. You know, like Johnny can't go to preschool because it's just like too much exposure to germs. And they often like can't, don't end up going to like parties they get invited to because it's like just too risky. Mm-hmm. Like um, that's, that's just like the reality of how they live. Yeah. And yeah. so like right now with COVID, like, Rachel says people have been reaching out and are being really supportive, but it's like for Rachel, it's almost like frustrating Mm. in a way.
6: You know, people are like, hey, can I go to the store for you? I know it's probably hard right now, but I'm like, going to the store is always hard for me, (laughs) like all the time, because I'm always weighing like, can I go right now? Okay, if I go at like 730 in the morning then it's probably going to be quieter and I won't have people like there won't be as many people and the carts will be clean and available and I, I can have time to clean the cart even more and people won't like look at me funny and be like super judgmental that I'm crazy. Mm.
3: Yeah.
2: And that's the thing that Rachel is sort of like hoping that like after people have gone through what, you know, like what we're, what we're going through right now. Yeah. Uh, that there will just be like a greater empathy and understanding
6: of not just our family,
2: but like so
6: many special needs families because whenever everybody else turns back to normal life, like we'll still be doing that.
0: the last call I made, I phoned this woman, Emma, who works at a zoo in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mm-hmm. zoo is obviously now shut down to the public, as uh, most things are. Yeah. But she's continuing to work and, like, take care of the animals.
7: The animals have been just behaving differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can tell they're like, what is this? Why?
0: <laughs> What's going on? You know, like, for, the, for people right now, it's a time of, like, increased anxiety. Mm-hmm. But for the animals, like it seems like kind of like they're more relaxed,
7: and she's seeing the animals like play a lot more. Oh, because there's nobody there. Like for example, we have a group of painted dogs. There are three of them. What is a painted dog? A painted dog is a African carnivore. Um, they're also called African wild dogs, and so they've just been like romping around in the water <laughs> during the day and like Aww. playing. <laughs> normally they they would kind of hang back and like because they can be a little bit nervous around people
0: man i gotta look up painted dogs after this i feel like it's (laughs) not often like as an adult that you like learn about a new animal so i'm very excited painted dogs have you guys heard of them
1: no i haven't
0: i'm gonna send you guys a picture
1: oh they really look like they're painted They look like they're, um, like, painted by, like, an abstract expressionist.
2: It's like a hyena and a panda bear had a baby.
1: It's like a dog that's wearing, like, one of those uh, Mickey Mouse hats.
2: Yes, I was (laughs) just about to say he has Mickey Mouse ears. I was just about to say.
0: Yeah. um, You know, this thing also came up while we were talking. Um, Like, she was talking about sort of what it's like to be a zookeeper and you have to do things to, like, manage the animal's anxiety and you know they're in an enclosed space and sometimes they need like certain like activities set up for them or like different she had like more zookeepery terms for it but like toys introduced to their environment to like keep them healthy and stimulated and it's kind of like now during the pandemic like that's the situation that we're all in as humans
7: we're kind of in captivity right now we really don't have a lot of choice and control. And so if you kind of get lost in that, it can be really <laughs> scary.
0: It's like we're the zoo animals kind of where we're in this enclosed space and we have to figure out the things that are going to make it manageable for us.
1: Getting a lot of really uh, lovely, thoughtful emails from you guys, so please continue to send them to us. We really enjoy reading them. Um, also, you may be thinking lately about reaching out to someone who you haven't spoken to in a while, and if that's the case, and you'd like some interlocuting or just you know someone to talk uh, talk about it with, and you know maybe help you make that call please let us know. You can email us or you can record a voice memo and send it to heavyweight at gimletmedia.com. Hello?
2: Hi, Paul. How Hi. Are you?
7: <laughs> Good. How are you? Uh,
2: you know, hanging in there. <laughs> I know. It's, 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 um, I don't know.
5: It's, it's been hard to like do anything actually, even with all this time. Yeah, I don't know. know. Like a lot of people are on Facebook and they're all like being all productive, and I'm seeing like what they're working on and stuff, and I'm like, man, I just feel like the exact opposite of that. Yeah, I just haven't a whole lot, but um, like all my work got canceled, so I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen after this. Yeah, uh, it's pretty bad. I, th- I think that's sort of why I'm like kind of not practicing. It. Sorry to make you um, practice
2: when you're, when you're not oh feeling no, it. Oh no, it's good.
5: It's, 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 it's really, uh,
2: it's great. Okay. It feels good. Okay, good. <laughs> Um, so are you ready to, should I, uh, I'm ready. Okay. Let me, I'm just going to, okay, you're on speakerphone now.
4: Um, I'm just going to hit record and then
2: I'll just play it through.
4: Okay. And here we
3: go. The All mm-hmm. right.